Welcome back, everybody, to another installment of Piss Jug. I'm here with Brother Brown and Hobbs for an absolutely butts-to-nuts episode tonight. <sighs> 300 miles an hour. I'm talking hyper-bullet speed train. Are you guys ready to go? Ready, Freddy. I'm, I'm more ready than I ever have been. This is Tonight's doesn't even seem real. It's going to seem like a part fever dream, part sporting event. Mm, okay? I'm ready. So let's hit it running. 30 seconds. No wasted time. Go. Do you guys know about Eurovision? No. Okay. We are going to take a look at a trailer uh, of a Will Ferrell movie that's two years old now that is a comedy movie poking fun at a very real song contest in Europe. It's very real. And after this, a, bit, a little bit of a look at this trailer, we're going to look at an interview with the winner of a Eurovision yes. uh, song contest. And okay. tonight we're going to be jumping all over the map. We're going between music. We're going between sports. We're going between celeb life. We're weaving. We're, dob- we're dodging. We're bobbing. Let's take a look at the Eurovision song contest trailer of a Will Ferrell movie that is, count them, two years old. We're going between music, we're going between sports, we're going between... Oh, okay. Winning the Eurovision Song Contest. All right, everyone. I am Lars. This is Secret. We are Fire Saga. Who wants to hear a Eurovision song? Iceland think we are a joke. That's not true. And my father is ashamed of me. No, he's not. He looked me into the eyes and said, I am ashamed of you. Maybe he was drunk. He said, and you might think that I'm drunk, but I am dead sober. Idiot. Officially, Fire Saga will be representing Iceland at Eurovision this year. I hate them. Absolutely terrible. They're old, disgusting people. But we have no choice. So we're in. I do like that jacket. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's fresh. 42 countries. So, how did I miss this? Two years old, huh? And a worldwide yes. audience of 180 million. This is Eurovision. Wow. You have to watch that guy. He is a sex player. Hey, looking good. Secret, very beautiful voice. Thank you. We are a duo that will never be separated. George Michael said something about other Wham guy. <laughs> no one even knows his name. Andrew Ridgely. <laughs> you have to stay focused. We I need to get <laughs> What are you doing? I just want my ding dong to look bigger than what is really there. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I could do a camel. Do a classic camel. It's never out of style. Yeah. This is it. We have to prove to Iceland and my extremely handsome father that my life hasn't been a waste. Is that Pierce Brosnan? Yeah, they Whoa. got it. So, this movie's obviously, you know, we, we'll, we won't ruin all of it because in case you want to laugh your heart out to Eurovision, you guys get the gist of it. This is a song contest. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get that this is a song contest and... If you didn't know better and you were an American, you'd only seen this trailer, you might think it was made up for the movie, right? I totally did. I did not know it was real. Well, let's pivot over to our first real story of the night. Guys, um, (laughs) uh, Lordy, uh, this guy here. Damn. (laughs) He won? If you're not familiar, Lordy won Eurovision. Okay. Wow. Before. 
and he did an interview recently that I'm. We're gonna watch a little bit of his interview, and then we're gonna listen to the song. Yes. Do you guys? Yeah. You guys cool with that? <laughs> Hell yeah! So this, like, oh, just an interview. I want to hear the music. So <laughs> dressed like this. Before we hit play, because once once we hit play on the video, a couple other things about his outfit become apparent. But before we get to that, and you notice those things, what do you see so far? I mean, he's got a super thick beard, uh, pretty long hair. The beard's long, too. kind of matches with the hair. He's got some, like, kind of weird... He's got, like, a gargoyle on his shoulder pads. That, <laughs> Two of them. Like, there's, a, like, a, like, a house coming out of one with, like, a nice super... Oh, he does have a house coming out of one. On the other side, there's, like a, like, a helmet, maybe, or something that's, like, stuck in a boulder or something. Do you think in a parallel universe, I have, like, a desk job, and this is what I do at night? <laughs> maybe this is yeah what you did you like you got bored at night i was looking i was like man we kind of favor each other if, a little bit here you would if you spent four hours on makeup a night because look how layered that is well, that's what i mean a warehouse like, gig you get off at four you get two hours to do this whole garb and then you go out and play your shows is it a gargoyle is it, is that, i think there's two gargoyles there's two yeah. gargoyles but that makeup well, let's unpack that for a second there are prosthetics in play there are four Six spikes. Yeah. There are six spikes in play. There are fake cheek indentations. There's a slit forehead as if his head's going to be ripped apart. So, Do you think it's a mask or is it a That's makeup? makeup. Okay. That is makeup. Wow. So Impressive. Do you guys want to hear him speak? Oh, yeah. Sure. And then we could hear uh, a bit of this, a bit of the song. So I fast forward a little bit because he rambles for 10 minutes. I didn't even see the hands. Holy. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So what I'm telling you is I really have to pee, and I cannot with these hands. (laughs) Are you you ready to hear? And by the way, this interviewer just looks, I mean, she looks self-aware. That's all I'll say. (laughs) We don't only gather certain age group. Of course, the diehards of any band are, you know, in, in in the 20s, but, 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 you know, we've always been a band that we've all, always had like little kids and even older, you know, people digging us. So, so in that sense, it was no different. But since Eurovision, of course, the amount of those peoples and when you people and when you see that these people have only seen that one fucking three-minute TV show and that's all they know about the band, that was weird. I especially remember one one moment He's in, a van? Uh, in okay. the summer. Of 2006 after a festival I come down the stairs and I walk by the fence like this um, Bob wire fence or something that is like blocking the the backstage area and there are people waiting for autographs (laughs) and uh, the weirdest thing is that you see like these old grandmothers with their granddaughters and grandsons and I'm dripping fucking blood you know fake blood but, but still, I'm driven blood. I have, I, I, I have horns on my head. I have fucking red eyes and shit. And they're like, yay, like they were fucking seeing Elvis or Jesus or something. And that was kind of, because I, in that moment, I realized that they don't see what this band is about. Well, no, so I'm going to pause in there. What they see is what looks like someone that works in a haunted house <laughs> that is playing in a 30-minute set between their shift, running around with the chainsaw, scaring people. It seems like with all that, he's missing some sort of hat or something. It looks yeah, like like he's yeah, off, that, yeah, like what you said, he's off shift at haunted house. Like, yeah. He's missing something off the top there. With all that garb, yeah. you got to have something to crown it. 
the gloves, y'all. That shit is crazy. <laughs> gloves. Head being normal size in those giant hands just what? looks so Is he the singer? <laughs> you guys want to hear the song? So he can sure. grip the mic. And that's Who knows? He I guess doesn't have to play an instrument with those gloves on. Oh, I no guess way. we're gonna see. Do it. I guess we're gonna see. What if he plays keys? All right, let's find <laughs> out. Okay, this is the award-winning performance. This is the one that he gets mad about people referencing. So let's make him mad and watch it. <laughs> okay, he's got a hat. Yep, there's his hat. That seems like it doesn't match what he's doing, though. He's representing for Finland. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, my God. The whole band is in the garb. All right. This is actually just a video of Kiss once they've been dead for 50 years and necrosis has already started. They they just refuse to quit rocking. (laughs) The drummer has the craziest mask. (laughs) He looks like the bad guy from Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh God! What the fuck? See y'all, those platforms are about a foot tall. Those platforms are about a foot. Look at look at his shoes. Look at oh, his. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Jesus. So I'm gonna say something that I've said before on this show. If I see a band dressed like this that plays music that's at only this level of heavy, I assume we are at a theme park. I am walking between roller coasters, and there's a place for me to go sit down and watch a band, and they're all zombies, and this is they. It does have a very G-rated the, the feel. Keyboard, the keyboard player. <laughs> <laughs> He's killing me. <laughs> oh, man. He's doing some vocal harmonies. Oh, my God. He has. He brought an. Oh no! Oh no! Double-sided. Dude, he has wings. His wings are spreading. Did you see this? Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, and he doesn't understand why families and grandmas and kids love him. Like I don't understand. You're the most lovable guy ever. You have wings. That is a lot of pyrotechnics, y'all. Like a lot. (laughs) That's probably like $50,000 just in the fireworks. Probably in the costumes as well. (laughs) So, y'all, that is. There we go. (laughs) That's what Lordy was known for. Dude. All right. Sick performance. So, how do you feel about his interview where he's confused and mad that families and grandmas and stuff love him? I mean, that's. It's, you hit it on the nail on the head. G-rated. 
Yeah, maybe he thinks in his head that he's convincingly scary or something. <laughs> but really, everyone's just like, yeah, monsters. Yeah, let's go see the monsters rock. Yeah. That's exactly it. That is exactly what's going on here. We're um, going to go to this monster rock show. It's fun. It's very fun. I love it. I'll play just the beginning of this interview for just for one moment because I want you to hear. I want you to like. In the beginning, he's not doing good at staying in character of being like a rock singer, and it, it, the wall just drops for a moment. So I, didn't, I wasn't going to show this originally, but because now you've seen the full deal, let's see how that interview started. Hi, this is Mr. Lori, and you're watching Mullet Shark, the only TV you fucking ever need. Mullet Shark! So yeah, I just thought now with that context, you guys needed to see... Uh, <laughs> The fingernails for me, man. Like, so funny. if I showed up backstage at a show, like, all right, sometimes if you're in a band, dynamics can happen where people aren't getting along on show day. They're they're fighting. Things aren't good. And I'm trying to imagine a world where I'm pissed off at a bandmate, and I load in and I get in backstage, and they're dressed in this garb, and they're looking me dead in the eye, and they're like, you know what you did, you son of a bitch. You're 45 minutes late. <laughs> got all these we didn't fingers. get to rehearse Hard Rock Hallelujah one more time. Now the pyrotechnics guy is pissed. There's a million kids out there wanting to see our set. They all got their popcorn. They're ready to go. Grandmas are not scared of the fake blood. And you know what? That's your fault because we didn't get here early enough to sound check and do a blood check. So Now we're some G-rated Finnish rock band, and it's all your fault. So I thought that was a good note to get us started on. Pretty good. The wings, right? the wings were a nice touch. He, he was smart to do that. That was wonderful. Looks like he does also have some demonic gargoyles for knee pads before we move on. He does. He does have yeah, demonic yeah. knee pads for, uh, yep. All right, moving on. Guys, we got to get into something else that um, is is going to soul crush uh, Brother Brown a little bit. And it's going to soul crush Hobbs, too. But it's going to soul crush you in a way where, like, I think you already knew things could get bad to this individual. All right. But I don't think you knew the barrel could get this low. And you're going to be blindsided. You're talking about Bam? No, but it is a pro skateboarder. Oh. It is. A, I'm not beating up on Bam this week. He's, he has enough problems. So <laughs> we're taking the week off from Bam. Um, I'm talking about Tony Hawk. Uh, oh. He's in a music video, and we're just going to get into it. I'm going to shut up. Here we go. Why they make him do the vocals on the skateboard? <laughs> so we're gonna pause for one moment because there's a lot here to unpack. God damn it! Can I get initial reactions? 
God damn it. <laughs> That's my initial reaction. Uh, I wanted you to turn it off a minute ago. Well, I f- oh my we, god, this video sucks. We, the song is We <laughs> still we still have a ways to go. Oh, we're going to listen to more of it? Yes, because there's some stuff to point out here that I think is worth pointing out. What year is it? 2023. When did this come out? This came out like a couple days ago. All right. So mm-hmm. the WHO has concla- has declared the pandemic is over, right? So why does this video look like it was made during the flatten the curve period? <laughs> Where it's just a remotely filmed video of everyone in their house like, yeah, playing my instrument. And then Tony Hawk is cruising the streets because it looks like a social distanced activity. <laughs> so like, I'm not getting anywhere near you guys. <laughs> not so like, but check it out. Look what I'm talking about. Like everyone's just doing their own thing. There's no cohesion. And for whatever reason, the guy from Dillinger Escape Plan thought it would be cool to put pigs in his part. That was Trent Reznor, who originally wrote and performed this song. So there was the celebrity cameo. to you guys thank you for staying at home need you guys to flatten the curve we can just stay six feet away from each other we don't ever have to stop rocking guys stop buying all the toilet paper please we're in this together you guys two weeks to flatten the curve three weeks guys six weeks and we're done with this two months and we're out of here doesn't this look like that yeah. I, like the whole way this was done, this isn't. Yeah, it looks like everyone. Hey, everyone, film yourself and then turn in the footage. Yeah, exactly. Because we don't we don't meet up in person. Oh did God. you guys hear, did you guys hear what Chad was gonna do, man? He got his buddy <laughs> to weld behind him. He's gonna totally he's gonna weld behind him while he plays guitar. What? Are you serious? I gotta get pigs in my shot then. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the logic. I think that's what happened. Dude, my buddy, my buddy's coming by, and he's actually he's gonna weld in rhythm with my guitar strokes. Wait till you guys see this. I, so can I? And brother Brown, I know, I know this is gonna be a crazy statement. I don't know if I've ever seen skateboarding look less cool. Yeah, the way that he's like kind of mouthing the words softly, but the music is like stop that. He's like. And he's fist bumping people in pedicabs. <laughs> yeah. He... <laughs> Did that just happen? Yes. Oh, yeah. Shit. I missed it. Mikey for- 
Nope. No feedback nope. or nothing during that? Man, nope. who the fuck I, I, I don't want to see someone hold an infant after that. That's the <laughs> last thing on earth I wanted to see was someone holding their newest child. That's awful. <laughs> that, I didn't like anything that happened there. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I didn't like any. And thing. every time I die for a Nine Inch Nails cover. Yeah. Go back to I, the, know, I didn't know that was a cover. The first line that he sings, go back to it again, because I'm pretty sure it was like really bad. Like, I, fu- I fall up and then I fall down. Just the like the way he sang it was like awful. Like, why do they have him do vocals? He wanted to. He wanted to. I'm sure he's not talented in other ways. He can 900, but he can't they sing. Just have him skateboard. This is the first day. Yeah. Of my I mean, like. I fall wanna, down real far. I want to know why people that have money and a budget can't do better than this. Mm. That's the part I want to. I don't. It did seem kind of low budget for the amount of uh, accolades that each one of the and, members have. And Brad here, I'm not even. He did a good job playing bass. No part of me is going to disparage. <clears throat> Where's he from? Every time I die. Don't even know, but oh, the way that this is filmed is he actually looks like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> so this is a very weird look, the way that this just comes across. Uh, oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, that's a good that's a really good Buffalo Bill. Um, so, all right. I needed to show that to you guys to get your feedback on what does this do to make you think about Tony Hawk? What does this do to make you think about Nine Inch Nails? Are your opinions changed on either of them? Wasn't really a fan of either, so, I mean, this is just digging the hole a little deeper. Didn't get into Nine Inch Nails as a kid, got into other stuff. Love the Tony Hawk video games, but let's just be real. We wanted to go see street skating demos. We didn't want to go to vert demos. We didn't want to go see half-pipe footage. There's also the deal with his, his best friend's wife that people don't bring up enough. He straight up stole his best friend's wife. Sure like did. Straight up Ooh, stole what? her. Yeah, it's the guy that helped make him what? rich from Tony Hawk. This is dirty details. Yeah. Give me the deets. Yeah, it's it was a, in a documentary, right? It, there's, all, you, you can, there's a rabbit hole on oh it. If you, if you Google right, Tony right, Hawk we'll cheating. Spare. Yeah, we might do a deep dive on Patreon. Maybe we'll do a Tony Hawk Patreon next week. Alright. <laughs> we'll do the, we'll do the, the Hall enough. of Shame. Well, Guys, do you want a palate cleanser? Yeah. Okay, then it's time for you to meet uh, a guy that is a master of Sistema that has been pulling the wool over people's eyes in the martial arts community for decades. His name is Mikhail Ryabko. If I'm saying that wrong, I'm sorry, Mikhail. Please don't use your deadly techniques on me. What is Sistema? Sistema is a Russian martial art that used to be taught to special forces and spetsnaz and people over in Russia. But there's also a ton of bad actors in the space, and I mean a ton. And people are—I don't understand how they're accusing my main man, Mikhail, of being a fraud. I'm going to let you guys see the devastation and let you make your mind up for yourself. What do you say? All right. Go for it. Michaeli Culkin.
His outfits, man. I love his outfits. What is it claiming? Like, just energy? He can just do this with energy or something? Look, that's a knife. <laughs> Watch the other camera angle. The guy's like, yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah, Check it out. Right. Check no it out. I was literally trying. I'm sorry, but the, I'm going to steal this man's look of tucking in all my T-shirts and sweatpants. That is a powerful <laughs> look. God damn. The walk away. <laughs> so confident. I love this music edit. Yeah, this music is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these people paid money for this, by the way. They like paid money to learn this stuff from this guy that claims. This guy's that, like laughing all the way to the bank over here. I kind of honestly really like the shirtless khaki sessions because there's just something about yeah, that. He's a little younger in these videos, uh, not quite as fat. He just, dude, I, I don't know if he is qualified in any way. He just seems like he's got khakis and he's shirtless. He's like, watch this. I'll bend your arm backwards. Check it out. Try and move it now. Can't move at all. Watch this. I could stab him if I were this close. Watch this. <laughs> he comes up and guess what? Check this no out. problem, buddy. Right here. Oh, watch this, buddy. Right there, and then I got you right there behind the neck. What are you going to do then? I love the two-song edit to this video, by the way. You oh, guys yeah. like that it's the second song? Like Crash Bandicoot <laughs> It's like Hasbola if he grew up. <laughs> And he, he tries to get me over there, and I switch to the left, and I got him here. Then I stabbed him in his heart, just no problem. Then I danced with him as I stabbed him in his heart. <laughs> comes in, I punch him here, get him there. This guy comes over here, come look over, over the top. I See how he down. went down immediately? That's what you're going for, then you come across with the left. I stabbed him, I punched him, and he's, he's gone. He's using his momentum against him. Him right in the arm. <laughs> go down immediately. Yeah, arm shot. That's what took him down. <laughs> Got him right in the arm. Yeah, so I personally love this guy. I like that he's this. He really is laughing. Yeah. He's, he's like, I can't believe I mean, you're dude, here. He's laughing his ass off right now. <laughs> this All is still working. Decades and these people are still giving me money to do this. <laughs> if this is performance art and he didn't know how to fight, I would think he's a genius. I'd be like, this is the greatest performance artist of all time. <laughs> and all you have to do is redirect the blade. See how I did that? Redirect, punch him in the face. Simple people. I want this guy to be my bodyguard. This is who I want. Because look at, just imagine, like this guy, he looks like he would like be making you a cold cut. And he's, meanwhile, a Sistema killing machine, ready to take down a knifed attacker with just a simple decision of, your move doesn't work on me, sir. I'm Mikhail. Also, your free limbs do not work. No way you could punch me from, from here. Grab his head, turn and twist. Grab the blade with your open hand and just take it. <laughs> Disarm the enemy. <laughs> I love these channels. So that was a palate cleanser. Um, are you guys ready for tonight's, I'm going to say, 
Uh, we're going to say it's the pre-main attraction. We have a main attraction, right? It's not Renner. I wish. It's a good one, though. But are you guys ready for the pre-main attraction? Yeah. Lay it on us. Guys, there is a real estate revolution going on in the Rockstar community right now. <laughs> Carrie King of Slayer has dropped $500,000 off from his asking price for his Las Vegas home. He's ready to get out of there. Yeah, he's ready to get gone. And, guys, there's so many rock stars doing the same thing. I thought tonight it might be fun. You want to see where these people are living? You want to see sure. how, they, how they are living? Okay. Let's see what Carrie King's place looks like. Okay. This is the place that we are uh, – this is what we're talking about here. So this is how Carrie King is living. I think he, this is a uh, a place in Tribeca that he owns. So I guess this is New York. That's this, New York, yeah. This is where he's moved to. Gotcha. And he's selling the mansion in Vegas. <clears throat> if my timing's off on that, I apologize. But either way, yeah, look at this. $3.92 million. That's what you get when you are a Slayer Daddy. Now, let's zoom out a little and look at these homes. Seasons in the Abliss is what the caption title is on this photo. <laughs> One of the homes, plurality of bedrooms, and it looks very nice. Um, that's where he lives. So if you write Rain and Blood, you can live in a building like this. Rain and Blood! So... It is very modern looking. Would you guys guess this is what the guy from Slayer lived like? No, kind of not. Yeah. 3,522 square foot space inside the Tribeca home. So this is just one of the spaces? Yeah, and this is one of his homes. So it's a smart wired home. Oh, I'm just thinking like how, I mean, that seems like a... In New York, that's astronomical. Yeah. That's insane. So these are floors? Yeah. Oh, okay. he owns a whole building gotcha. probably. Okay, okay. <clears throat> and it's all smart wired in, and it's got a wide plank, white oak floors, and a home theater. Wow. So Carrie King, uh, he is dropping 500000 Um, He bought the house in 2020. Jeez, where, how many places does this guy have? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Geez, in January 2022, he and his wife purchased the condo in Tribeca, which we just looked at. It's assets, man. Those um, are investments. So they are, yeah, they are dropping the money asking price. Here we go. Do you want to see their Vegas home? Let's go. I like the ones with the music. Sherwood Luxury Group. So, th again, if you write Rain and Blood, this is what happens. A house... It looks like this falls into your lap. And Tom Araya says, no more Slayer for me once I got the house. <laughs> they should have used Slayer music for this promo <laughs> yeah. to help sell the house. Yeah, definitely. That would have been pretty cool choice. <laughs> this looks like an Airbnb. What? Damn. <laughs> the most emotional bathroom of anything <laughs> ever. Yeah, this music's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting it ride. Uh, 
this is not what I expected from Carrie King, you guys. Pretty, like at pretty all. Pretty classy. I, I see. I mean, there's a lot of black involved, so I see you like, You definitely tell whose house it was. Super modern. Yeah. Well, honestly, I'm happy for him that he had <laughs> to drop five hundred thousand dollars off the asking price. That's a hit, dude. Half a million dropping it. That's, you know. I mean, seems like desperate. When you had a house that was this nice. I mean, what did you think? You thought someone was going to be able to just buy it right away when the when the economy's down? No way, Carrie. Your pad rips. Well, let's keep moving because, guys, this is not the only home we have to see tonight, okay? Ozzy Osbourne is on Ooh. the train, okay? <clears throat> I wonder if it's the Osbourne's so, house. It's That one's been sold. Okay. He's been gone from that, but he's so, he's selling his West Hollywood condo. So he has a condo in West Hollywood for four point eight million. No need for it. Can do that again. There's no need for it. Can can I actually if I if I highlight these words up here? Can you read that in your Aussie voice? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. You might have to zoom in a little bit for this old man, this old dog. When I first came here, I thought it was heaven. In the seventies. If you love music, this was the place to be. It's not the hope anymore. I'm not doing enough. It's like... The, <laughs> it's not exciting anymore. It's not exciting anymore. <laughs> it's not going sideways. It's going down. It's not a fun place to live. It's dangerous here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sucking. Yeah, dude, like, that was pretty like Michael good. Kane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Michael Kane and Ozzy Osbourne. That that was pretty coherent for Ozzy. But um, yeah, maybe too much. Do you guys want to take a look at the house? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's take a look. Four point eight million. It is in the Sierra Towers in Los Angeles, California. It was built in 1965, 2,117 square feet, two bedrooms, three bathrooms. So this was definitely just a condo. Yeah. Just like yeah. a crash in. Um, so let's, do we have some, it used to uh, house A-listers like Cher, Sandra Bullock, Matthew Perry, Adam Sandler, and Courtney Cox. Ooh, actually, you know what? Dude, I know what building this is in. Courtney Cox owns the unit that's in this building. Just for parties. She used to live in it, but now she owns like a for real mansion and she kept the unit to throw parties in. So I actually know what building this is. Oh, wow. Yeah. You I, went to a Courtney Cox party? I took a Hollywood bus tour, drunk and high. And let's just say I got a memory like an elephant, even in an altered state. And I remember going past this building and uh, yeah, it's a nice building. Uh, definitely, I could believe that he had a place there, but that's cool. Let's take some, a look at some of the photos. Check this out. What do you got here for, I mean, this looks minimal. This doesn't look like, you know, he set up shop permanently. It looks like he brought some items that represented his personality, but I wouldn't be surprised if this was furnished. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, because yeah. he already moved back to London. So why would he need this to have, True. you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, yeah, there's the Hollywood Hills right there behind. That's, yeah. That's it directly behind. Um Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, so I was actually on a bus. If you want to imagine me just rolling on a bus up here, just, <laughs> just like, I can't believe you took one of those tours. That's so funny. Yeah. 
that was it was a lot of fun um this is uh i mean it's pretty modest for ozzy osbourne it looks modern it has all the amenities but i'm gonna say 4.8 million i'm not shocked here that's not blowing my hair back it's all because of the location if you were to put this condo in atlanta it maybe would fetch a million if you're in the heart of the city maybe maybe more i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe okay all right that okay that's a lot of shoes um i don't know how many of those are aussies the gold baby's weird and we keep cruising uh what do you guys think about this would you rather stay in slayer's house or this one slayer yeah yeah this one to me is a little so it's it's not doing it for me but you know who's might do it for you tommy lee Tommy also selling his house. Yes, for Motley, uh, for Motley Crew, you need three point six five million if you want to rock where he's been rocking in Calabasas. <clears throat> so he's been taking hits on the house ever since he put it back on the market. Um, it was originally on the market for four point five nine million, and he is now down to three point six five. So see what I'm saying about the five about the five hundred thousand? It could be worse. Yeah, true. <laughs> It could be. I guess uh, when you're talking about multiple millions, it's not that big of a deal. But God, did you guys want to take a look at Tommy Lee's? There's a video we're gonna look at, but let's get a little stats of what we're seeing. It is built in 1987, and it is nine thousand nine hundred ninety-one square feet, six bedrooms, eight uh, bathrooms. That's big. On 0.28 acres. What? That's. Okay, I think we need to see Calabasas. Uh, I think we're gonna need. Okay, okay. So it looks like one of those. A lot of stucco. Stucco can be real hard to maintain. Yeah, is it stucco? <laughs> is it plastic? Um, yeah, I don't know. Might be stucco. This looks like a restaurant. This doesn't look like where someone <laughs> should live at. That it looks. really does. Uh, he doesn't know how to play that piano. This looks like um. You know, okay, again, the drummer for Motley Crue. I don't know why he needs uh, all of this class. This, Yeah, he doesn't do any work in there. Come on, we're talking about the guy that threw a woman out of a car at like 30 miles an hour. Oh, look, he has a gentrified uh, restaurant in his house. <laughs> <laughs> it's in those lights. Uh, so nice house, um, incredibly insane bedroom there. I don't like that much gray. It's kind of crazy actually to have that much gray like I, I feel like i could just smell the sports car scent that that room looks like it should smell like with that amount of yeah. gray everything black ice little tree yeah, that's think, it you'd think it was that's the it. singer from counting crows so you know that he's a hogsman right he's got a big hog uh do you have you ever looked at the uh list of people he dated in the 90s Oh, he's been slanging hogs. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it is uh, the, the singer from Counting Crows is what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, you told us about this. It guy. is the who's who. I'm telling you, he he it's dated been a hog December. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that is his uh, that's his tune. Um, so yeah, going down the list here, what do, what do you guys think about this one compared to the other ones? Well, it's, it's Looks like the House of a Hogs. Ooh, this Pimped. is legit. This is legit. If the studio comes with the house, that's legit. That's sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you leaving the analog boards? That's a real question that we have. Ooh, personal movie Even theater. If you don't having a fucking studio like set up with like soundproof stuff and all that, that would still be pretty cool too. 
I would really try and nickel and dime him on leaving the analog leave board. The, leave the stuff, of course. Yeah, I'd be yeah. like, I think you're going to have to leave the analog mixer. Otherwise, I think we got to back out on this deal. We're going to back out. He's going to have to sell it to a musician because other folks will think that that studio could be used for something else if they have children. Well, guys, we have one more celebrity that didn't want to be left out, and he's actually our main event for the night. Disturbed. <laughs> David driving, you guys. This guy just can't stay out of the news. So huh? wait until you see tonight. It's the full gamut. They're all lined up. But starting off, guys, he's selling his house in Miami <laughs> for $5.5 5 because he's getting divorced. I like newly divorced disturbed singer. Yep. Like if you didn't yeah. know that was yeah. the yeah. band name. <laughs> so do you want to see this place where uh, he is selling? Because it's actually pretty insane. Pinecrest, Florida. Let's take a look. I'd get down with the sickness any day, okay? If this is what getting down with the sickness gets you, infect me. That vocal filter, oh, like, I fucking hate it. <laughs> it ruins every video that it's in. <laughs> like, look at this place. This is insane. This is what the guy from Disturbed was living in. Come on, I get that to me. Probably yelled at his wife so much on those stairs. Or wonder if I wonder if she had the grip on the relationship. Because, you know... It said newly divorced. Yeah, and we didn't like, you can't have the house. I'm putting it on the money. I'm selling the house. I'm giving the money, David. She calls him David. I can see it now. The headline's going to say, Divorce Disturbed Singer. Oh, that wallpaper is atrocious. Yeah. God, man. They shouldn't let people design their own homes. You should get a designer for this. It seems like they're, they wanted it customized their way, and they ruined it. <laughs> So I'm going to let this thing loop in the background, but I'm going to kill the audio. Um, so seeing everything that we have here, you know, it looks like David Draymond had a pretty good gig, right? Yeah. Looks like he had a pretty good thing, yeah. right? I don't know where Pinecrest, Florida is. It's, it's Miami. Oh, it's, okay. it's, it's nice. Okay. It's like the rich, safe part of uh, play town to be in. Seven bedrooms, six and a half baths, 9,757 square feet, 25,000 foot square lot. Nice. It's a nice piece of land. So this is kind of where I'm at with like and now pool. A and B this to the one we saw in California with Tommy Lee. Which would you do? Eh, I don't know. Kind of liking this one actually. Yeah, like Miami too. Miami would be tight. Yeah, it would. I don't. Is Calabasas in like the north part of California? Where is that? I think it's the they got money part where like everyone's rich. But like there. LA I, or still I might be we're gonna have to look on a map. We're in Georgia, everybody yeah, that's sorry. watching this. We're not is I've I've been to LA <laughs> two times in my life. I think <laughs> when you go north of LA you get in Santa Monica and it's real money. Is Calabasas that way? And when I say real money, I mean like offensive amounts of money. Yeah. Like insane amounts. Well, guys, it wasn't enough for uh David. You wanna know why? Because David Draymond has used Tinder uh, actually recently <laughs> to help try and find the right woman oh, I hope following that's his, Tinder his picture. recent divorce. <laughs> um, we actually, there are photos of his Tinder profile right here. <laughs> so I'm glad you actually asked that. Do you Come mind? I'm give it to me. Do you mind? Do you mind? Can you, uh, can I read them to you? Because I could probably see all of it a little better than y'all. Yeah. Uh, 
David 50, open to exploring. Pisces, he's got a bachelor's degree. Not sure yet if he wants kids at 50. Um, he's online now. Proud father, frontman of Disturbed. I believe with all my heart in the healing, redeeming, and therapeutic power of music and the connection it creates between all people. And he's doing that in a photo where he's hugging a dog. Now, I want to point something out. There have been studies shown of what kind of like profile pictures would perform well on social media to get women to like, you know, kind of like you. They usually want a straight on shot like that, which his looks a little angry. The other shot is him with a dog. So it shows that you're like, you know, you're, you're, you're approachable. You're into animals. Well, um, guys, he, look at this. He confirmed not fake. LOL. LOL. It's me. What's the date there? May 5th. May 5th. What's fresh. What's today? The 13th? Something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this was on the fifth, right? Well, guys, it didn't last long. <laughs> David Draymond deletes his Tinder account, calling <laughs> the dating app an absolute, absolute shit, shit show. Shit. Yeah, he had a change of heart, and he said, "Um, <laughs> holy fucking dumpster fire, Batman! At Tinder was an absolute shit show. Scammers, grifters, fakes, and phonies abound." What a colossal fucking nightmare. Deleted it. Dear Lord. <laughs> so um, people that probably swiped on him didn't think it was real. He needs to find him a good Christian app. One of them Christian apps. <laughs> Sing, uh, Christian Mingle? Yeah. yeah. Isn't there one that uh, is for celebrities? Called like yeah, there is. Raya. I think it's called Raya. Yeah, th- there are ones for like the rich and connected and powerful. How did he not get into one? Is he that far out of the loop? He, he's in Florida, so they probably look down on him. Uh, he's right. he got to maybe he got to talk to Tommy Lee about that. <laughs> um, he said, and this is important for our next clip here, guys. He just recently finalized his divorce. He said goodbye to my Akita. Oh, okay. Actually, he put down a dog of 14 years. My condolences on that. RIP to the dog. That's sad. But he just finalized a divorce. He said he's been battling depression and battling all the demons that normally come along with it. So, guys, he didn't leave it there. You thought that you thought him selling his house and getting on Tinder was the end of it? No, 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 no. <laughs> he is giving inspirational speeches about the power of music. What is the date here? Okay. May 9th, which was my birthday. Mm-hmm. We I, I turned 36. The day that David Dryman of Disturbed decided to get on stage with his hand raised like that and give an inspirational speech about the power of music, although he recently put his mansion in Miami on the market after finalizing a divorce, downloading, creating a profile on, and deleting Tinder in a very public manner. Did I miss anything? To putting the dog down as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so this is it's it's not been good, but guys, I think we can check out he has something to say. Can we please just lend an ear for a moment, please? Yeah, Let's we go. need to hear what he has to say. But you can't tell that depression and addiction are metastasizing within their bodies. There's no shame. <laughs> <laughs> Every single band member on this stage has fought it. And I'm tired of losing my friends to it. He sounds like fucking Morpheus right now. <laughs> when he's talking. I miss Chester. I miss Scott. I miss Chris. So I've. So hold on. I'm going to pause. I'm going to rewind. I have a different take on who he sounds like, but you saying Morpheus, I'm not mad at that. I, I do think there's nothing mad at that. I'm going to say it sounds like Morpheus combined with someone trying to sound like the comforting part of Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah. When Robin yeah, Williams is trying to make you feel more comfortable. <laughs> 
You've got to keep striving, going forward. Miss Chester, Miss Scott, Miss Chris, so many others. And if I could be completely honest with you, about a couple months ago, before the beginning of this tour, I almost became one. Don't, Don't do it, David! If it can happen to me, it can happen to anyone. Come on and give it to me! Bust right in. Game of Thrones, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Brothers and sisters. My blood. This just seems like a Christian concert where they took a break to talk about, <laughs> about the power of Jesus yeah. for a minute, just to yeah. wrap up for a minute. Especially so. with the addiction part. And then I found Corinthians 12, 16. So David Dryman came at us like a ton of bricks. And one more palate cleanser before we get into our last leg, because we we're, we're, we really crammed it full today. Guys, very quick palate cleanser. Uh, this is what you don't want to jump into a crowd like when you're stage diving, okay? Everyone pay attention for the next seven to ten seconds. Here is we go. Is this the horse cock people? No. No, this is this is this is a stage dive going as wrong as it can go. Okay. Make a mark. Jesus. <laughs> no one caught it. Make a mark. Nobody. Caught Nobody. <laughs> Can we go slow mo? He's you, smacked. Do you guys bro. care if we do that slow real quick do like one time? Point two five. Well, bro. okay. He probably broke his tailbone. Make a mark. Oh. Halfway through, he realizes no one's gonna catch him. He yep. starts flapping his wings. Damn, <laughs> dude, that was bad. Let's I go. love when people clap. Probably about ten foot straight to the butt. Yeah, this is all right. Here we go. It's got to cut to the guitar player first, and then we'll cut. Which who looks like he's having fun, by the way. He looks like he's like, you know what, guys? This gig's pretty good. Look at these people. We got a good good turnout. (laughs) (laughs) I could probably pull off of a stage dive here. See if I can do this. Okay, here we go. All right, dude, dude. Oh no, that was when he knew. That was oh, when he yeah, knew when the palms go down. <laughs> that was bad. Well, that was a quick palate cleanser, guys. How do you feel with Poor this guy. pace of the show tonight with this celebrity breakneck tour? A check in on David oh, Dryman. You We're checked him with. Been it. We have a little more to go, okay? Okay. We have. <laughs> What if I were to ask you what this guy does here? Is that Dave Le- Dan Labrie? What's his name? It does look like James a version Le- of James Labrie <laughs> from Dream Theater. I agree with you. What would you guess this guy did by glancing at him? Uh, maybe some sort of janitor at an aquarium. Right. Seems like a normal everyman. Yeah. Right. But if, if you were to guess, what does he do at night when he's like letting his hair down to express himself, have some fun, maybe do something with friends? Paints models. If I were to tell you. That he performed in a Sammy Hagar tribute band. You start to look at him different. Mm. Sammy Hagar, the former frontman of Van Halen. Yeah, he he goes as Sammy. He's Sammy. Yeah, he okay, Sammy. Sammy. Okay. Right. Right. I can that see hair. that. Yeah. So, what do you do when you are him and you go to perform 
and all of a sudden Sammy comes to your show, uh-huh. you're done up as you could possibly be, and then the actual Sammy gets up on stage. <laughs> oh, shit. Wearing a red shirt, too. And white shorts. What the fuck is going on? They didn't plan this? I mean, probably, okay, but okay, like, okay. but I'm just saying, like, I don't know how much more useless you could feel <laughs> than, like, you have to go back to work on Monday to whatever job you have, and you're like, dude, this weekend it was the tops, man. I was oh, on stage. Yeah. I was dressed like Sammy, and, dude, guess what? Sammy, Sammy fucking Hagar got People out there. People confused me for him, dude. They thought I was the real one. They said that we sounded the same. <laughs> so do you, do you want to hear some of it? Sure. Okay, let's take a little clip. Ben Hagar. Looks yeah, like Dog the, the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> he does look like Dog if Dog were a rocker, not the real one. Uh, that's a headstockless bass. I'm out. I'm out. You're playing a Steinberger bass at a Sammy Hagar tribute man show. I am out. Maybe I'm more in. Actually, I take that back. I'm in. I'm back in. <laughs> Flip-flopping. He just looks like a divorced stepdad. Sammy Hagar looks like he just got divorced. Kind of looks like Diamond Dallas Page a little bit. Dude. Dude. Good one. Good yeah. one. This is the release of the new DDP yoga. I saw d- <laughs> it's the release party. Yeah. I saw DDP at Whole Foods. <laughs> For not, real? Not too long ago. Wow, yeah. okay. Just approach him at all, nah, or you just nah. let him be? Yeah, just let him, let him do his thing. Y'all, this is this man's, this is one of the high points of his life, is being a hype man for the man that he yeah. LARPs as. <laughs> uh, you know, rock on. I bet this was literally one of the best gigs of his life. Unfortunately, because we still have a little more to see, we're going to keep it moving to our very last bit of the shenanigans for the day. Guys, fire. Shaq has a new song. Thoughties hit the Let floor. the thoughties hit the floor. Oh my God. Where he uses a drowning pool sample. We are going to go out today on Shaq. It's okay. going to be the last thing we hear. So, guys, can you take a deep breath for me and prepare yourself for an onslaught no one was ready for? This is like a few days old. Here we go. Sicker than your average, great with the drink, 21 Savage. Please do call me Diesel, doing what I want y'all doing, what you need to. Say you want to go to war, don't tease me, don't want to see me, turn off TV. BBTTG off GP on the PG, me and AD and PG. Yo, who wrote this for him, dude? Probably his son. He's doing pretty good. This is like actually not bad at all, yeah. Greek freak, squad glowed up, Chief Keith came in again with a Chief Chief Wolf, give to the green like sheep teeth. I do not get it, your movement is whack. Rumor the wind is you losing the laps. I'm touring the globe, I'm a land on the shore and exploring a boat where it's blue on the map. You ain't got nothing to do on the map. I've been on the map, you do on the map. I like that shot. What I do with the map. I got a map, my room is a map. I get lost when I go my for room the is a map. I get lost when I go for the stacks. I don't feel lost alone at the top. I don't know boss, all I know is shack. I know the peso, I know the dinero, like I know the pound and the yen and the euro. I know the case, so I get that in plural. On the paper chase the end of the, the world. Candace Parker.
This is 2023, man. <laughs> oh, we have multiple verses. We have guest verses from other people. Oh, they're ripping lines. I'm hearing. I mean all respect to these people, but I'm gonna be real. You didn't you, you needed another verse from Shaq. <laughs> yeah. I didn't there's there's more that's God. not Shaq. So I'm actually gonna stop it there and get your yeah. feedback on the part that really mattered, which was Shaq did a great job. Shaq, what do you guys think? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean the, his verse was he not did bad. fine, man. He did fine. Uh well guys. Any thoughts before we get out of here? This was jam-packed tonight. This was breakneck. Yeah, my head's blown off. All those people selling their homes. We've got a Shaq verse. we got double Hagar. Yeah. Double Hagar. <laughs> and let's... <laughs> we through it. And let's, uh, let's maybe audibly get out of here with the thing that all of us want to oh, try yeah, and I forget. Forgot about here we this go. One already. <laughs> Tony Hawk, take us out. Oh, man. God. Where, oh, wait. Where's my video? Yeah, I'm gonna fall back down fast. <laughs> it says something so weird. Here we go. Tony, get us out of here. Everybody, have a good one. We'll see you here next time on Piss Jug. Bye. Good night. Bye, pissers.